be talking about flat track racing as well as some other news, but man, I cannot believe this is going to be the future of flat track racing. I'm a huge fan. Unfreaking believable when I seen this one and how the media is playing it out. Oh my goodness. Welcome to Motorcycle Madhouse Biker News. This is your morning news for everything going on, biker. Don't forget, we are promo and hardcore season three episode 14 we got our debut of the independent bands that are going to be coming on it's going to be a great episode we're going to keep on going down that road everybody's pretty psyched if you have an mp3 of your independent bands send it to us because we're not going to be doing uh, the popular bands no we're going to do the up and coming hungry ones we actually in episode 15 will have uh, a subscriber's band uh, playing good stuff out there, man. I got to tell you, great stuff, great stuff. But, uh, yeah, exciting uh, show today. Don't forget to go over to MotorcycleMadhouse.com or listen to us on Spotify You to take us out there with you. It's awesome on that ride. Boy, man, you know, I am really thinking about a Cala, Florida, man, in about a year or two because it is just these winners in Illinois stink. It stinks. You guys are riding down there, and I'm up here freezing to death, man. Hey, man, you got to give it the Black Dragon with that ride he did, man. He went cross-country, froze his nuts off. He was like, I talked to him the other day. He was like in 20 hours of rain, man. Screw that. <laughs> I told him, I'm not too old for that crap. <laughs> you know, maybe in my younger days, you know, I'd do that kind of stuff, but uh, hells no. Not now. You know, he had the heated grips i guess he uh his jacket had a he had that heated jacket and stuff and it had a malfunction his helmet was fogging the whole nine yards so hey man congrats on doing your ride getting home safe and stuff that was a funny thing you did in new mexico man (laughs) it really was i guess he didn't show up did he Oh my god, my god, my god. But let's get to the news, man. Let's get to the news. Here it is. Say it isn't so, man. Oh my god. By Jalonick. Oh, Bradley Brownell. Uh, electric flat track motorcycle racing proves the future will be just fine. Who would have thought? electric motorcycles would be taking over flat track racing in the coming years you know maybe 10 15 years you know 15 years probably tops man because by that time everything's going to be freaking electric they're going to get these batteries up to date and hey i have nothing against electric motorcycles man i like to get me a freaking zero or something just to put around town on but it's sacred man you don't throw that up on the flat track racing oh my god uh it goes to say last weekend at portland's veterans memorial coliseum something truly happened you could feel a change in the air as the old boys club of motorcycle racing embraced a new technology And, of course, it was debuted in Portland. I'm not going to get into it anyway. Uh, For the first time ever at the 11th Annual One Pro Motorcycle Dirt Flat Track Race, the pros went head-to-head on race bikes powered purely by electricity. Wow. You know, electric bikes, they quick as hell, but 
Yeah, uh, you know, a tear's coming to my eyes, man. It seems like the end of an era be coming in 15 years. Uh, the competitive spirit of humans isn't dulled by the loss of exhaust noise. Speak for yourself! <laughs> These riders put on an excellent show, not in spite of electric power, but because of it. Uh, he does a full disclosure. Let's check that out. Indian Motorcycles invited me to ride its new FTR 1200 rally in rainy, cold Portland. Well, at least it's rainy out there and it ain't freaking freezing like out here, as well as attend the 11th running of the one show. It also put me up in a posh motel or hotel and kept me full of coffee and food. Well, rock on, man. You got you you got it made. Uh, yes, it was just one class and an entire 12-hour day of racing, but it managed to blend into the fabric of the races, though it was always there. Hey, who's going to Mama Tries up in uh, Milwaukee coming up next month? Uh, they got some great-ass races going on up there as well, man. Let me know if you guys are going up to that uh, a few handfuls of professional racers entered the class on a selection of alta and zero hell yeah zero man you know adam sandoval he just got a zero i guess after uh he, he had a problem with a broken arm or something he's finally out riding that sucker i gotta watch one of his videos see if he did a review on uh, him actually riding that thing but zero man i think they're gonna be the harley davidson of electric motorcycles they're already kicking hard Lee's live wire all over the place. It's like a red-headed stepchild. They're just like, smack, smack. Get out of here. You know, Harley don't have a chance against Zero in the electric motorcycle uh, arena. Being the first ever to race, entry was comped for expert level racers and the only real rules were that the bikes had to use 19 inch wheels and an electric motor and he goes on how it all went down uh the track surface was nasty and rutted most of the night the dirt trucked into the stadium was wet naturally because it is the pacific northwest in february <laughs> well that is okay we're watching it a little bit He's, gotta come over here and watch this sucker one just took a dump you can't even hear nothing what's going on here you can't hear nothing unreal <laughs> you can't hear nothing how is that flat track anyway if you're over on the radio come check that out man i just played it uh, of the electric motorcycles moving back and forth uh in early in the day he uh made it the point to be the at the first heat race for the EB class, watching Andy Debrino take an early lead on his Blinton Moto built custom Alta Redshift and stick it out there until the checkers. The first race was intense as you could hear the distinct thump of a body hitting the ground. You don't often get to hear the beating and banging going on, but with the quiet electric motors, it was all there laid bare. Now look at this sucker. How? ugly ugly <laughs> my god anyway you know i guess uh you really do have I, I guess we're evolving but flat track come on man that's my favorite sport in the world next to freaking uh dirt track racing man 
Oh my god, and before long, NASCAR be having damn electric stuff, man. Not cool, man, not cool. So, man, what do you guys think, man? Let me know in the comment sections about, uh, you think it'll be like 10 years, 15 years before this will be the norm? What do you guys think, man? My god. Anyway, we're going to move on to the Fresno B. Sheriff Office on the lookout for a biker who allegedly beat Fresno Strip Club Bouncer. Bye, Jim Guy. Uh, let's see here. Deputies with the Fresno County Sheriff's Office are hunting a biker who allegedly beat a bouncer at a Fresno Strip Club in December. Jesse Ferdugo, 47, a member of the Mollus Hashas. Motorcycle gang is assault on charges of an assault with deadly weapon, according to Sheriff Spokesman Tony Body, the five foot eight, two hundred pound biker, and some of his friends were asked to leave the City Lights nightclub in December. At the door, Verdugo is alleged to have beaten the man who escorted him outside. Oh man, have you guys seen this going around? Uh uh a guy actually admitted uh, you know, taking care of some uh sex offenders anybody got commissary money for this guy he deserves it uh molos hachos or hectos gang members have an extensive criminal history involving contacts with fresno law enforcement including the beating of a man outside the now closed crossroads bar at shields and cedar avenues in 2014 the bar was later shut down because of the beating and an unrelated shooting uh yeah, you know, I did get a lot of pushback on, uh, what's it called, that uh, one article I did, uh, the Banditos and Mongols were involved in that Midland thing, that just came out, and, you know, I was arguing about how the bar owner shouldn't have been suffering, and, of course, you get your haters, and, you know, most of them are supporters of clubs, you know, them dingbats, those are the ones that uh, really cause the problems, it's not the ones, you know, that are club members, but anyway, let's go up north, some of my Canadians harmed the wanna all use, let let me know your uh, feelings on this. A Quebec uh, boxing promoter faces hearing after 81 is seen at the bout. So I guess they're not a. <laughs> I guess club members up there ain't allowed to do any damn thing without uh, whoever's doing it uh, getting in trouble. Uh, a well-known Quebec uh, boxing promoter is defending himself before a tribunal. Man, that just don't sound good. Tribunal, man. That just reminds me of wars. Against accusations stemming from two of his boxing cards, including claims he fixed about and hosted members of a criminal biker gangs in reserved ringside seats. You know, it's a boxing match or it's MMA, man. A lot of that stuff is fixed. That's the norm. Everybody knows that on the street. Uh, the hearings against this dude, I ain't even going to try to, you know what? My French stinks. Uh-uh. Ain't going to even try to pronounce that name. Uh, began Tuesday in Montreal before an administrative tribune of the provincial authority that oversees combat sports. Uh, Mario, the authorities' representative, told the tri tribunal several irregularities that he uh, said occurred during boxing events in May and September, promoted jointly by M Michelle's company and New Air Fighting. 
Uh, he said he saw members of the Hells Angels biker gang in the ringside seats reserved for the promoters during a September 20 about at uh, the Montreal uh, Stadium added that he saw two uh, separate sets of security teams that night, including one agent who had a Hells Angels tattoo on his forearms. Hmm. So again, you know, you got you. We think we got it bad here in the United States, man. Canada and freaking Oz, man. So. You know, for those that are, uh, you know, concerned about motorcycle club rights, man, I think that our freaking authorities are starting to take their page out of Canada and Oz. You know, you got to feel sorry for some of them guys, man. They don't even have a bill of rights, I don't think, in those two countries. That is something that is sacred here in the United States. Many people don't know what they got until it's gone. Man. Just look at them two countries. You can't even go to an MMA fight or a boxing fight without it being a controversy. You know, again, I don't know what the scene is like up in Canada. Well, you know, mid-90s we sure the hell did, man. That was a heck of a freaking uh, thing going on up in uh, Canada, man. So it's pretty rough out there. You know, we think we have it pretty bad here as far as the fighting and stuff, man. They just, what were they using? Grenades and RPGs up in Canada. Uh, and then, of course, I think it's Holland or something that you actually have uh, where they banned motorcycle uh, clubs uh, outright if the the government don't like it so you know we enjoy a lot of uh, rights in this country but if you do not stand up for them and fight for them the politicians just take it a mile man you give them an inch they'll take it a mile and that's what is sad i actually in the uh episode uh, 14 that's coming up on tuesday over on the radio uh program uh we're going to be talking about uh more in depth about uh the no club uh colors policy that you see going around also we're going to be talking uh you know we're going to have a section on abate with the legislative stuff that you know that you know depending on what state get involved with uh i believe we got abate of wisconsin news as well as illinois coming up on that uh program not to mention the uh coming events you know we're really going to start to diversify uh motorcycle madhouse and get it into you know, besides just my thoughts, besides just news, we're going to throw a lot of entertainment uh, value at it. And uh, I'm going to start setting up uh, interviews like we used to do. It's just I've been so damn busy uh, to really, really uh, make it the way it's supposed to be. So a lot of work's going to be put into the show. So the only way to, uh, you know, make it uh, to where it stays good is make sure you get over there on Spotify, iTunes, uh, subscribe or follow uh, as it is over on the radio station every time we put up a new episode it's uh usually notifies you and stuff and you got to do that over here on youtube there's a little bell that you got to hit if you don't hit that little bell they're not going to notify you when we put up uh new videos and stuff uh you know i always thought if you subscribe to something they let you know it but what they do on a lot of these social media stuff, especially over on Facebook, 
you know, I think we're heading up to 70,000 followers over there. Uh, we were at 68-something, whatever. Uh, but they only show what we post to maybe one or 2,000 people, and then they want you to bump it up. You know, oh, for an extra $5, we'll show it for 20 people. What you got to do is go under the notifications over on Facebook and tell them, hey, I want to be notified whenever somebody posts from this uh, website. Uh, Instagram, we're doing pretty good over there, which is uh, real cool, man. I'm doing like these five, six, seven minute uh, little videos. We call them uh, motorcycle madhouse shorts. And I talk about all kinds of stuff on the Instagram. I'm finally learning how to do that stuff as well as on Twitter. I'm finally learning it, man. Finally learning it. Uh, but uh, don't forget, uh, we got a different website setups now. HarleyLiberty.com is our main site. That is for all the motorcycle club news, man. All of it. And then, of course, BikerLifestyleMagazine.com. We got the good that's going on in the biker scene, the motorcycle club scene, as well as uh, motorcycle manufacturer news, the whole nine yards. Then HooliganBiker.com, where I give you all my personal opinions. And boy, does that set some balls on fire when I do that. <laughs> but uh, anyway, I really appreciate all the support that you guys are giving. If you want to help the show out, you can in the link below. Uh, you can donate via PayPal, man, and whatever you know we receive goes right back into uh, making the shows even better. You know, we get all the equipment we need, helps pay for travel when we start uh, covering a lot of the events that we're going to be doing this summer. So we appreciate any donations you can give. If not, just go ahead and pass this uh, material around to your friends, post it to your social media, and don't forget to subscribe to us over on Instagram where you'll get uh, more uh, at ease videos, if you will. With that, I'll talk to you guys later. You guys keep rocking on and get you some pink taco, man. Enjoy that pink taco and most importantly save the pink taco. Mm-hmm.